Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. And I've got with me again my good friend, Paul Troquel. He's a missionary in Tanzania. Paul, good to have you today. Good to be with you. We were talking in the last um, segment, and I want to kind of jump back in there, about uh, about how you move into a position of strength inside of someone else's ministry. And you brought up an awesome point about you've got to have it in your heart first, and you've got to have that ministry in your heart before you can actually take that next step. I believe that there's... Uh boundaries that the Lord will set for you, right? In, even in relationships. You know, I know this as far as, you know, it doesn't matter what you and I do together. We've gone hunt together. Right. Uh, but it doesn't matter what we do. You are never not my pastor. Right. And with Egan, he's never not my boss. Right. <laughs> yeah, I understand. It doesn't matter how, you know, you can be friends with people right. and, and you can be friendly. Yeah. But that friendship could never, ever exceed yeah. the spiritual boundary right. that God puts in so it. So once once you've got that established, which you already had had, um, we talked about this on the last, last po- podcast, the, the revelation of that. Once you get that established, then then what's your next step? Do you have to find out? What's in the person you're serving? What's in their heart to do, and try to f- push that through? What's in your heart? How do you how do you do that? Well, I I don't know if you remember this conversation. Uh, it was my first day of work. Uh, it, it wasn't my it wasn't my first day of work. It was the first meeting that we had, you and I, right after I came to work for you, right. Uh, and you said, you asked me the question, what is your vision for the youth? Right. And I answered, and I remember the puzzled look on your face. I said, I don't have a vision. Right. It's not my place to have a vision. Right. The question is, what is your vision mm-hmm. for the youth right. of Water Life Center? Right. It's my job to see that come to pass. Right. Right. And I think that's, I've seen this over and over. And even as a pastor, I watch people come with their vision of what they thought God wanted them to do. Right. And they're looking for a place to do their thing. Right. And it doesn't work. Right. You know, vision flows from the head. Right. You know, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Right. That's what we've got in the body of Christ. Right. And I don't know how, all those years ago, the Lord gave me enough insight to know that I shouldn't come in mm-hmm. with a with a preconceived plan. Right. Did you have some thoughts about the way it ought to be and realize, nah, this isn't going to work this way? I, I had some thoughts. Right. Of, co- of course I had some thoughts. But, you know, my dad, uh, as as flawed as he was, and he, he was very a very flawed man, died an alcoholic. He he taught me respect for authority, mm-hmm. and I didn't always walk in it. I was rebellious. Right. I, you know, you know my story. I sure. had the Spring Hill police chasing me every, every weekend. Right. But really, even though I did those things, in my heart, I knew that if you're going to make it in life, 
you better learn to respect authority. Right. So I think for me, in a way, because that was put in me early, mm-hmm. it was easier for me. Right. Uh, I don't have to have my right. say. I don't have to be right. the guy. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you're working for another person's ministry, just put that aside. Right. You know, you think about uh, in, in the Bible, Joseph. And all the things he had to do for other people right. before he got to do what God had exactly. really called him to right. do. Right. Well, he wasn't calling his own shots. Sure. He, yeah. he was doing things the way somebody else exactly. wanted him to do it. Right. And some people get so super spiritual, they think that's oppressive right. or somebody's hindering mm-hmm. me, and they don't realize they're fighting against their own promotion. Exactly. The, the thing I've also realized about that too, Paul, is um, sometimes people think it's their anointing, and they don't realize it's the anointing of the house where they're serving. Right. And and then they, they think, well, I can do this on my own and do better, and they get out on their own, and they fall flat on their face because... It wasn't your anointing, dude. <laughs> right. It right. was. It was. Uh, it was what God was doing in the house. Well, we're all we're all swimming. We're all out of the same river, but we're not all swimming in the same stream. Right. And right. what some people do when they go to work for another ministry, mm-hmm. they want to promote their stream. Right. This is my flavor. Right. This is right. my anointing. This right. is my, my my what 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 are you doing? Right. You're serving somebody mm-hmm. else. Elisha was an incredible prof- prophet. Right. All we know that he did for about 20 years was wash That's Elijah's right. hand. That's right. Just serving. Yeah. So so when you went over to Tanzania, basically you just said, boss, whatever you want, I'm ready to do it. And then he gave you – did he give you an outline? I mean, how did you how – did You know, you... again, I, I was so blessed in that I did do that. Right. What's your vision? What's, right. your, what's your desire? We came upon uh, mainly two things. One was we were never going to put academics above the power of the Holy That's Spirit awesome. in the Bible college. That's good. We do – I have a degreed program. Mm-hmm. It's it's an associate degree that's recognized anywhere in any college right. in Tanzania, but that's never going to be the most important thing. Right. So that was really what I wanted from him. And in talking with him, I got agreement. Yeah. Our our right. agreement was this school mm-hmm. is going to have the power of the Holy Spirit right. first. Right. And so he gave you the liberty then once you're on the same page, to develop what you needed to, to develop. He gave me 100%. Right, right. He is not a micromanager, and right. I thank God for that. And neither was I, by the way. No, Just so not everybody will know. <laughs> no, you're a great boss. In fact, to be honest with you, when he told me that, uh, I do remember that. I said, you're just going to have to do what, what God's called you to do. I don't know. I'm not a youth pastor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was wanting to get yeah. that direction. But you know what? Um uh, the fact that you do that and you submit yourself to that, then I believe really releases your gift to be fulfilled. Absolutely. People think it's the other way around. They they get it confused. They get it confused. But if you are a faithful person, and then your gift can be used to its fullest by being faithful to whoever you're serving in in your ministry. What I what I found is is I don't mind spiritual. Spiritual is always good. I mind pseudo-spiritual, right. which is super-spiritual. Right. And what people do is they forget the practical things. Right, right. 
just being faithful. Exactly. Submitting. Yep. And, and like I say, you don't never you never know if you're in submission until someone asks you to do something you don't want to do. Right, right. And you've had that happen oh, many had, times. Right. I've had that happen many right. times. You know? Right. Uh, and I've had to submit. And it's not – submission is not you doing what the person says. That's only 50% of it. Submission is your heart attitude while you right. do it. Yeah, that's very good. So uh, <clears throat> once you created your curriculum and, and gathered your staff and and uh, and that type of thing, here's the thing that I want people to understand. It wasn't just a wonderful experience because you had to literally meet in the top of an auditorium that was being used by other people. Yeah. It was. It was. It a was not a good, a good situation. No. Well, even when I inherited the school, we had uh, a few teachers that were not good. Right. They were not doing good. Right. Now, the particular problem in my case is everything in Africa is based off age. If you're one day older than me, I'm supposed to show you honor. Right. Everything works off of age. Right. So here I am, uh, you know, 16 years ago, a little bit younger, having to can teachers right. that are older, older than me. Right. So that was a very tough, difficult time right. in my life. So um, during during these these transitions, I know you first you first met in the upstairs, you know, on the compound at the at the mm-hmm. uh, at the ministry, then moved into the upstairs wide open balcony of a. 3,000-seat auditorium to have the Bible school, um, which could produce a lot of frustration. But but the bottom line is, how did that affect what you did? Well, it, it you know, there's things that are uncomfortable that make you uncomfortable. Right. But the principle of promotion is always the same. And I think it's the same in the natural and it's the same in the spiritual. Unless you make the best— of what you have to deal with, right. where you are, right, with the best attitude yeah. you can, right, you're not going to get promoted. Yeah, well, and I Jesus, don't mean necessarily. Jesus taught that, right? Yeah. So we just, I, I, I just after a while, the heat and the noise and the dirt and the roads, you, you just, even now when I go to Tanzania, I don't feel like I'm going to a foreign country as right. much as I'm going to my other home, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. It's my other home. Right. Well, the the amazing thing about it is, and, and uh, we're just going to kind of finish up with this, is all of that faithfulness paid off because now you're in an awesome, new, beautiful for Tanzania, really beautiful for anywhere, Bible school, freestanding, on its own. It all belongs to the Bible school. We're, we're sitting in heaven. Yeah. I'm, I was already in heaven, yeah. you know. So everything now is just uh, yeah. cream on the pie. So it, it is a beautiful facility. We had the p- privilege of dedicating it a couple of years ago, and and it's just amazing uh, what God's done there. And uh, actually, it's also increased your ability to to have more students. Yes, and uh, we're 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 at eighty one this year. That's the most we've ever had. And when you started, how many were? How many did you have? Uh, I think 
my first class was about 28. 28, wow. 28. Wow. First class. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, listen, if you can't learn something out of what we just talked about, something's wrong. <laughs> because there is a, a an infallible um, uh, declaration there. And, and one of the things the Lord showed me many, many years ago is that faithfulness will always lead you to your destiny. Absolutely. You don't have to make your destiny come to pass. All you have to do is just be faithful with what God gives you to do, and it will lead you to your destiny. And uh, obviously, I don't think you're through, or God's going to use you in other ways, uh, Paul, through the years. But I've watched that happen in what you've done, and, and through the different difficulties and scenarios, but yet... Now, I mean, look, if, folks, if you could just see this building in the middle of Tanzania, it's just amazing. It's so beautiful. We're yeah. at the base of Mount Miru. Just beautiful. We look out the window, and I yeah. see this beautiful, thank God, inactive volcano. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and the other thing is it wasn't but a few years ago where there were there were Ma- Maasai huts on all over the top of that hill. Yeah. I lived up on that hill for the yeah, first you did. few years. That's and right. Every year I'd hear gunshots. Yeah. Every yeah, year. Yeah. And it was Maasai stealing each other's cattle. Isn't and they'd, they'd shoot at each other, and I'm up there. On the, <laughs> I'm in the middle of it. And the, the amazing thing now is this. You can walk out the, the door of that Bible school and hear those students praying in the morning. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Worshiping God. Yeah. It's just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. Faithfulness will always lead you to your destiny. Thanks a lot. And we're going to jump back because I've got one other thing I want to talk to you about, uh, Paul, and, and, uh, and that is dealing with culture. Yes. And so we're going to jump in that on our next podcast. So stay with us. God bless you till next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.